All right, all right, we're back. We're back with another episode. Back to Burn Logic. You know, the best Long Branch podcast we've ever heard. I can say that though. But uh, we're here with like one, one of one of Long Branch finest, uh, a legend, a goat in my eyes. You know, uh, very musically talented. Uh, I have a great person next to me. Introduce yourself. What it is, man? It's Choice Sincere. Represent Long Branch, New Jersey, my hometown, and I'm here with Burn. The sis been sis for a long time since childhood days, man. Word, word. We're tuning in. Word. Right. Word, word. So, so like, what, what, what started you in music? Like, how, how did that really start for you? Um, to be honest, that shit started just from family growing mm-hmm. up in a music family, and my family, the Swartzes, being one of those families that are well known in the church. So you know, coming from a gospel family. Uh, and that was my starting ground, and it started off with you know playing the drums in church. That's really you know how I got my aspirations was just you know seeing my cousins on the drums on the organ, and you know that's really how it became a, a, a whole aspiration for me. Word, that's what's up. That's what's up. You know, I, I went to school with you, so I, I kind of seen you know the music from you know when it was brewing to now. Yeah. You know things are really taken off for you so tell me how your experience was you know this whole musically you know and also you know being that you're retired so how was that for you how was that experience uh honestly the experience was like a whole roller coaster because you have your highs and your lows and when everybody thinks everything is going great yeah it really don't be as great as they might think it is so even though you might be getting like major placements you might be doing this and that they don't understand, like, it's so much hustle you got to put into it and so much more grinding you got to do. So my experience is, like, I've taken a lot of losses and wins, but they've all led to me learning from it. Um, and now I'm at a point where I stepped away from music, you know, to retire just for a, a, a bit um, because I'm transitioning into another art form like modeling and acting full-time okay and you know so for me it was like can i keep up with trying to learn a whole new craft while you know still trying to be full full-time in music and i just kind of was like all right you know i've had my experience in music and i've been able to take that and i can apply it to learning a new a new craft so um you know that's that that's what is what that's what it was for me and uh now it's like i'm just waiting for me to you know once when i get into a nice subtle groove with this then i'll go right back to the music and um you know go at it full time word word i like that i like that i, I seen that when i see your uh, retirement letter i was like oh man like he's really doing this like he's really going through the levels of like elevate and really touching different surfaces and like the placement so what would you say like is your what was your one of your best placements that you uh, wrote or you know i would say my best placements well obviously the ones that you know definitely went platinum um so placements that i did for chris brown i would say for sure um stuff that i did for post um his album and also working with my boyfriend got him. Um, you know, uh, we did Roddy Rich's album, and that was another one. 
Um, I would say those are like my my most favorite and and best. Yeah, for sure. Um, because those pla those placements really opened the door for me to really you know get more into it and um, getting more into those inner circles of the uh, of the industry. You know, word word. Do you, do you have any like niece placements where you thought you know he was like eh it was deep like it was it was quality. yeah 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 I, I definitely have a lot of those like I got a lot of songs that I, I didn't think was going to do well yeah like no one in reality thinks that like every song they do is going to be fucking perfect like, right, right I'm not gonna say that like every song that I've done is perfect perfect there'd be some songs I'd be surprised that people even want to pick it up yeah like, oh shit bro. right or right. they'll flip the record too like where you know the original take of it is nothing like how it comes out exactly. um you know what i'm saying and even like with the song like your mind still uh by young blue mm -hmm. um and drake like the original before he even like recorded on it uh me and my boy tev had the ha had it and it was um it was just the the, the beat and it was multiple songwriters you know cutting to it and mm -hmm. um coming up with like a melody top line and stuff and when I heard the finished product, it sounded nothing like everybody else's demo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I definitely have a lot of those like that I felt like weren't going to get placed. Mm -hmm. And some of your placements don't do well. Yeah, you know, like, and that just comes down to you know how much the labels or how much the artist is putting a bag behind it. Yeah. So you know, some of your some of your tracks, you know, you're not going to make you know crazy money off of it, but it just looks good to have it under your belt. Word know? word. All right, cool, cool. I like that. I like that. I, I, I like I said, I love watching your journey because it's like, you know, you you inspired me onto a level of platform. Like, you know, you musically you have done a lot. You could have, you know, you, you could check the, the the dots and you know dot the keys and all that. Like yeah. for me personally, I think I'm I'm right there. Like I'm 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 full throttle because like it's like when I see people like you and I went to school with you. Like I'm like we could really show case like our talent and also show people that i could show and teach you what i did i won't give you the whole blueprint but like you know I, i'll take you there to you know put you into that you know door and stuff like that so it's, it's really it's really inspiring to just you know see you keep pushing and grinding and hustling no matter what you know whatever you know life throws at you so that's that's pretty dope i appreciate it shit i mean because when we and you really started like getting together mm -hmm. at the time that i was at brookdale yep you know i was in the grinds of it where i was like still at the beginning yes. like yeah i had gotten a few placements but i was still working my nine to fives working mm -hmm. two jobs working at express and i outdoors in the mall while i was working at the golf club during the summer that. seasonally yes. <laughs> going to brookdale you know so like people don't understand that aspect everybody shows the success of it but no one actually tells you I'm telling you what you that come with it, you know, that that back door and that's what I was going through, mm -hmm. you know. Um and you know, like it's a lot of people that do it, man. Like it's a lot of people that's making records for Beyonce and sitting in sessions and producing for Kendrick, mm -hmm. but working, you know what I'm saying, working at Best Buy or something, exactly. you know. They ain't exactly. get there yet. You know, right. you're always there's so much Levels of this shit. When I got into it, I thought that hey, after my first placement, oh mm -hmm. yeah, I'm about to be making bank. Right, right, we right. good, mom. And right. then I realized, like, hold up, nah, it's it's not like that. Like, right, it's a lot more it's you gotta more do. More to it, more to it. So you know, um, and just also just building that name for yourself. Like everybody starts off like that, you know. Um, 
And, you know, just that's what really makes me feel so humbled and, 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 and grateful is had people like you still around that remember those days. Yes, you know? yes. Like, I, that's why I say I always keep shit. those types of people around because it's like when people remember you when you was down and still growing, your ideas was out there, like I know I could get there. And it's like you're there, like everybody sees like, oh, he got there. He's good. It was given to him. No. Yeah. Where, where we're from, you hustle, you grind, you really have to do so much stuff to put your name out there to really put yourself out there like me personally like like i had to say i'm Vern logic i'm a motivational speaker i'm a podcaster because then people are like not as Vern, no because now i go by Vern logic for me so it's like Absolutely. accepting respect things so it's like for you people don't just say oh that's my bro like nah I'm choice the artist the entrepreneur the you know the, the actor the model you know what i'm saying so it's like Oh man, yeah. And, and you know what's crazy? I like that you said that, Vern, because I know people probably was like trying to figure out how did I figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like being like only person from Long Branch verified. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In music and having a fan base, having mm-hmm. like a huge following. How did he build that? And yeah. you know, it, it was just about putting myself out of my comfort because I used to not really put myself out like in high school right. I was not singing I was not doing none of that well, I was, was really trying yeah I was trying you know I was in the I was in the band and stuff but mm-hmm. it took for me to really go out in the world and really start getting with other like-minded people mm-hmm. and staying focused in and in, in doing my research applying myself non-stop like when I got to school um in Philly you know, I was doing a lot of research, a lot of dedicating my, uh, myself to, you know, researching information on the music industry and how to build up, you know, mm-hmm. like, I remember it was like my, my sophomore year of college and I had gotten connect, connected with an a from Atlantic and, um, you know, they told me like, yo, man, like, you ain't got really like a, a, a no type of like following, you gotta, you gotta get some marketing, you need this and that. And it was like, yeah, I could, you know, I could plug you with somebody. And dude was talking about twenty thousand dollars that I ain't got. I'm a right. broke college kid, and I, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. So it was like I had to figure this stuff out on my own. Like, how can I, you know, make that, um, make that transition? You know, how can I establish myself? Um, then I just started, you know, getting out and, and just connecting with people via via Instagram, social media, and it's a full time job. This shit is. I was never a social media person at all. I was never, never, never. You wasn't really big on it. Like I was. I tried to listen. Yo, like, oh, we could talk about this all day. Like he really was very simple to himself. You know, corny, goofy. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you see him in person, you might think he's standoffish. No, he's chill. You just got to get to know him. But type of when we're in the public figure, the eye, you got to carry yourself a certain way. Like you know, respect his value, but still. You know what's crazy though? I feel like I've maintained that staying true to myself on social media because like you don't see me really doing what every other artist is doing with the whole crazy clout chasing like let me have a hundred bunch of girls uh, twerking on my page just to see like you know like I gotta just you know what I'm saying like I just had to you know make it about myself and about my craft like always posting my music myself um, and just keeping it at a professional level where I can give a little bit of everything without 
doing it in a distasteful way. Right. Know? Right. I never want to get myself out of character and feel like I'm selling selling out. Exactly. Being a character that I'm not. Right. You know. Yeah, you definitely stay true to yourself. That's why I say like somebody like you, you're not that type like, oh, I got a blue check, you know, you can send me a DM and I'm gonna I'm gonna answer it two weeks from now. I'm not that type. Yeah, you know, you're nah. not that type like I like nah. I like doing ordinary shit. You know, like if you see me, you're gonna catch me before you ever catch me at the club trying to be posted up with, you know, what I'm saying Trey Songs or whoever else is in the room. Like you gonna see me playing basketball, right? Liberty. You wanna see me playing? You know what I'm saying? Right. Hooping with my boys like at, at LBF or something. Like I like doing regular shit. I, I love having a, you know what I'm saying? Ordinary regular shit. I love you know what I'm saying? My family, my friends. Um, and that's what really felt good about being back on the East Coast was getting back to like my family and my friends. You know, mm-hmm. LA was just a whole other different energy. And How I was LA. LA there's a lot of dark to it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the only thing that kept me up and motivated was the resources that came with it. Okay. And understanding that this is the place that I need to be if I need, if I want to really make my career take off. Mm-hmm. But other than that, man, it's a lot of lonely nights that you yeah. spend. You know, a lot of people don't understand, like, people out there be depressed, mm-hmm. keeping up with an image. Everything mm-hmm. is surreal. And there's no shade to L.A. because L.A. has beautiful people as, in terms of the natives. Yeah. Like when you when you meet the, the, the natives, but as far as, like, the outsiders that come with that Hollywood energy, mm-hmm. You get lost in it. It's real easy to lose yourself in it. Yeah. You know, there'll be days, and, I, and I'm telling y'all this, you know, firsthand, like, I would call my mom crying about the shit that I was dealing with. In terms of, like, dealing with, like, people from, like, the labels, fucking, you know, like, just always trying to marginalize or use me or, 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 or you know what I'm saying, put me in, like, a, a slave type of contract, mm-hmm. trying to take my clients, trying mm-hmm. to steal this from me, steal that from me, and you know, being in a room full of people that really don't care for you, you know, because right. um, everybody's just trying to get on top. Everybody's mm-hmm. trying to please the boss. Right, right. You know, so for me, L.A. just wasn't for me. Right. I love L.A. music. Mm-hmm. I mean, my favorite artists are from, you know, from the West Coast. Um, a lot of my influence comes from the West Coast. Um, even my manager, shout out to OG Suicide. Um, but I understood, like, the East Coast is, is is home for me. It's always gonna be home. I'm not one of those people that's gonna leave and never come back. You know, um, and that's just what it that's just what it was for me. You know, I do you know still go to LA to work and stuff. Um, right. You know, but as as far as right now I'm at, I, I don't see myself wanting to just be isolated. You right, know right. Saying? You want to be around your people. You know, <laughs> you want to be able to you know pop up to your, you know your town and be like, okay, I could. Get this little because it's crazy because I, I always said that I lived in Vegas for a year, so it's like that West that Coast is, true. is like I remember that. different. Yeah, it's a whole different. It's laid back. It's it's cool. I love I love the you know West Coast people, but it's like we're from the East Coast, so we're gonna always want that home, that that love, that, that stuff. I mean, yeah, exactly because you can't fake the funk, especially where we come from. Like you don't want to be called a celebrity. Like at the end of the day, you know, you may seem like that to the public, but. You still, you still choice. Like, yeah. still you. You know, you're genuine for me. So, and that, and you know, it's crazy. I like that you brought that up. Damn, you, you bringing up a lot of great points because, you know, like for like some time now, just to, 
just to give some uh just to give some um damn what's the word a backstory transfer yeah. yeah just to be transparent I, I it was like not too long ago I was just thinking like damn when you google me People can see my net worth now. People can see my relationship status. Yeah. Which I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I love people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Knowing who my girl is, you know what I'm saying? Right. When I'm with her. But it was just like, damn, like now people can feel entitled to my relationship and be in my business and want to know every little detail about me and her or my family. And, what I, and now it's like, whoa, like. I got to be prepared for it. If I do get to a certain point where I get too big, mm-hmm. I have to now adjust to not having as much privacy as I used to have. So it's exactly. like now it's a, ma- a matter of how do you balance that? Because mm-hmm. that shit can be overwhelming. We see it all the time from like celebrities that go through it and you're just like, yo, like, you know, this shit is a blessing and a curse. Exactly. You know, like it's like, do you really want fame or do you really just want people to appreciate you and your music? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. And for me, it is the fact that you know i just want people to, to to appreciate the music that i put out at least those that you know are in tune mm-hmm. but i don't want to have to sell myself too much as a as a as a puppet mm-hmm. to where you know people feel entitled to every detail about my life you right know? every detail and know, it's not it's not really easy when you put yourself out there you know you gotta be you out there you gotta right. be prepared it's a lot you gotta be media trained you gotta know you know the right things to say you gotta watch what you say, especially mm-hmm. nowadays in 2022, you know, yeah, the slightest thing could be misconstrued and you on the, the, the headlining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I be having to tell people, you know, I be like oh. telling one of my one of my close homies, you know, he's a he's a Toronto artist. I be telling him like, yo, man, listen, some stuff, you know, you don't gotta you don't gotta put that out there, man. I know you mm-hmm. wanna go on a rant on your story, right. but you know, just sometimes, man, just you know, keep it to yourself. If you know what I'm saying, whatever's going on. Um, Cause you know you don't want to give people that ammo. Certainly, you don't want to give your ops any ammo. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, no doubt, no doubt. So, like, uh, just to give the people a little backstory, how was it like, you know, going to high school and you know finding yourself in music and you know, yeah. high school? I'm gonna say this, um, cause I feel like Long Branch can be like underrated yes. in, in, in oh certain senses because it's nothing like being at a place, an environment where it's so diverse. Like you got your own people, but then you got other people that you grew up with from different backgrounds. So that's just, I, I just want to like establish that because some people, you know, when you say you're from Long Branch, you know, in Monmouth County, people look at you like, whoa, you're from Long Branch? Like, isn't the education bad? Isn't it this? Isn't it that? And you know, it's not really like that. You know, you got, you got great sports programs. Um, I wish they could do a little more. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, at least back in the day, I right, feel like they right. weren't doing enough. But now I see they pushing they're, they're and stuff. back-to-back chips, you know. Right, right, right. Um, but you know, as far as my my experience um, at Long Branch, I had fun, man. Like I really had a lot of fun. I had a lot of friends. Um, you know, I you know I, I grew up in the hood, and it's like I had friends from the hood, but then I also got to chill with the friends from the other side. They had money and. Right. You know, I have friends in, in drama, chorus, uh, band, through basketball, football, um, everything. You know, I was a class clown, but I also had the side of me that would be shy, would be, mm-hmm. you know, to myself. Like, it just depended on the room, you know. And some of my classes, I, I was the only black kid mm-hmm. <laughs> in my honors classes. But, 
you know, I'd have classes where, you know, um, I remember, matter of fact, um, going into high school, I remember being in marching band mm -hmm. and I was one of the only youngest ones in, in there. Everybody else was upperclassmen and it was a whole different environment for it me was, that I wasn't used to. You know, I'm like the only, you know, hood, right, hood. Like, hood. you know what I'm saying? And, and even in the hood, hood even in the hood, I would be considered, you know, like, Everybody used to, you know, say, you choose to talk like a white boy. Like, right, right, exactly. So I wouldn't have that going on. I would have the geek shit going on, too, and the artistic thing going on. But I also wasn't, you know what I'm saying, no punk. Right. And exactly. I was also big on sports. Like, I was a hooper. So, right. so yeah, I had a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? And for me, being in high school, it was a very smooth, smooth, um, good time for me. Um, I, had, I had a lot of fun. Um, the parties, Word. <laughs> um, a lot of parties, <laughs> a lot of partying. Uh, I mean, shit, pair, pair days at the beach and shit every yeah, summer. Nah, we, we, and it's crazy because, like, to talk about Long Branch, like, I really do believe that it's underrated. Like, there's so many like people in this melting pot that like we're so diverse down to like you could plus nine plus you know yeah. cultures embedded yeah. in this small town it's, true. it's like we're we're all grinding right now and i feel like so many of us is grinding like by summer a lot of people are going to pop a lot of people are going to come to the surface of the public eye and be like wow where were y'all like two years ago still it's here true. pushing so it's like i really commend everybody in long branch that's really you know putting themselves out there no matter what so the only thing that ever bothered me about being in long branch and being from long branch is that it was always so much wasted talent. Like mm -hmm. that's what always yes. killed me. Cause I'm such a passionate, driven person that when I see somebody that got it, and I'm like, yo, bro, you're you could be like going pro right going now. Crazy, you could be right. doing this. Right. To see it go to waste. Athletics. That always hurt me, especially like seeing my friends that I know had so much potential. That always hurt me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I feel like that was just always one thing. That was uh, a, a negative aspect of uh, being from Long Beach is just seeing so much wasted talent. Not, not to say that everybody was, you know what I'm saying, not making it because there were people that, you know what I'm saying, did do their thing for right, sure. Right. But you just did see a lot of people following the crowd. So you wish there was more push behind. I wish there was more push, to, yeah. You know, put to and, You know what I'm saying? And not for nothing. Uh, now, if we're talking about in the, in the aspect of music, mm -hmm. I had to push myself. Right. You know, I, I didn't have the best. You know, music director because my music director didn't really care for me. Um, mm -hmm. He didn't really care for, you know, my my, my closest friends that was, you know, in for band sure. and right. you know what I'm saying. So I didn't have a lot of support in, in, in that um, instance. So I had to apply myself. Had to get lessons outside of uh, of school. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember like. Senior year was like very, very, very short amount of time for me to grind, grind, grind to make sure that I could get into the schools that I wanted to get into. Right. You know, um, shout out to Miss Powers, yeah. <laughs> my old uh, chorus teacher, because you know she was giving me those lessons, um, giving me piano lessons. Shout out to Mr. Robinson, you know, for always making sure that I I, I could have the um the studio open and, and learn what I needed to learn. Um, but. Um, in terms of like getting, you know, support, I feel like it was not enough on the on the faculty end. Mm -hmm. You know, you had some that were good. Um, Joe Palomo, I could, I could take nine from Palumbo. He was 
one of the best counselors I ever had. Yeah, you always hear about Palumbo. For real, <laughs> shout out to him. You know, I, I still follow him on, on the gram. I follow him on <laughs> Facebook. That's my guy. Yeah. I'm proud of, uh, you know, I'm proud of him. You know, him and his, his wife, his family. Um, but, you know, I had a couple people from Long Branch that did support me um, when it mattered. But in terms of music, that, that shit was that shit was all on my own. Yeah, I, I really could say that personally. Like, I could say that. Like, nobody yeah, like, nobody he was really he really pushed himself to yeah. the limits that nobody here said here choice do it this way like he really yeah. nobody like, like nobody in center yeah. research stuff to be able to implement it and nobody in school was you know catering to that mm-hmm. it, the only people that was catering to that was people outside of it which was shout out to party michael um you know big cuz because he took me in at 13. First experience being in the studio was with him. And so everything that I was doing, like there would be days where I would um, be in the studio with him till 6.30 in the morning and then have to go to school. Just creating. Um, you know, and just him teaching me like how to record, how to write. Um, you know, so, you know, I always had him there to, to, to help me um, in terms of like, understanding music production and, and music recording because that was a whole new thing for me i was i had a musician background where playing the drums was my thing you know being in the studio that's a whole other aspect mm-hmm. um whole other technique of learning so you know I, i'm grateful for having that i'm grateful for having my mom um as a support but in terms of school nobody wanted to hear my ass sing a rap it was like choice stick to playing basketball, really, stick to football, really and stick to, to the drums. You made a decision in your mind to, to go full throttle and be like, I'm gonna yeah. push myself because I know it's gonna be worth it. It's like Philly it's, changed me for sure. Philly, Philly how, definitely how elevated. Philly? Like you how was it? You, I know you went to school out there, right? Yeah. I went to I went to UART's okay. top top. 10 school in a country for music and when i heard that so. i was like oh my god nobody goes there like nobody yeah, goes there. I mean, do not and the crazy part was like, nobody oh long branch didn't give me no scholarship award nothing mm-hmm. i had it the only thing i got was my my my, my scholarship award from from the arts but we ain't, we ain't got to get into that right, you know right, long right. branch the system is corrupted right, you know right. what i'm saying they, they be shitting on, on the black students in long branch i'm mm-hmm. just I'm gonna just say that. Leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. Because there was no way that me and a few other students from my class didn't get certain awards. But nah, Philly, um, the the curriculum was very, very, very hard. I was a double major. I was like one of the only double majors at that school because they said it was very rare. But I think the only reason why I got into two programs was because I originally was applying into the program for um composition music composition so mm-hmm. like to be a composer and shit, right. doing scoring and stuff so that was that's what i was auditioning for but then the day of i found out that they had a other program for like people that wanted to do music production and music industry he, stuff he so on it. He was like, yeah, i was I like this. yo i'm already here i might as well just audition for it kill, so kill two birds with one stone. after that you know i got into both programs and i never chose a program so i automatically got put into both and my counselors my advisors was like that's not normal like how i don't know why that happened yeah and i was a freshman in (laughs) upperclassmen classes where i was a freshman in one of my music career classes where they were all seniors Mm. um and i did bad when i say i did bad in like some of my um 
music theory classes, like those classes was hard as fuck. But in terms of like the music industry classes, I did do well. Um, but it was very hard. I mean, anytime you go into a school like Juilliard, you know, like it's tough. It's, mm-hmm. I'm coming from a public, <laughs> I'm coming from a public school um system, you know, like these kids is coming from top notch, prestigious. School. institutions yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. so for me it was like i got into this school on sh- on just on luck on talent yes talent and you know to me at the time it felt like luck but it just offered raw talent it's like know? somebody saw something in you yeah because like, they were talking about shit in there that i ain't know what the heck that was. i was like circle of what circle of fifths <laughs> <laughs> but you know um i just had to you know get in and uh and try to keep up you know, even my teachers were telling me, like, listen, I know you didn't learn this stuff in high school, in middle school, but you're going to have to get extra tutoring in the summer to keep up. Um, and it was hard. It, it, and those friends are why I am where I'm at today. Um, some of them, you know. Shout out to them. Yeah, they shout out, shout out to my boy Tavon Wade. He's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my best friends. Uh, shout out to my boy. Also, shout out to my boy Matt Seen. My man, my man is producer for freaking um, YNW Melly. Oh man! Yeah, he's going crazy. Wow. My man, that's, been that's good. That's good collab. Going crazy, yo. Yeah, he's from Miami. Um, oh yeah. He used to stay with me. <laughs> when he first came uh, to the school, he was stay. He was commuting from North Philly, mm-hmm. and it was like too much of a hassle for him to always get to South. South Philly uh, mm-hmm. on Broad Street, so he would just he would just stay over. It got so it got so bad to the point I had like all my friends is crashing at, at at my place that they started putting uh, warning signs banning them because it was yeah. like a policy not to have people you know living in your uh, living in your uh, your apartment right. or in your dorm. So nah, we had a lot of fun there. I got kicked out. It was yeah. cool. First first semester, I. I didn't do the best. I had like one F, mm-hmm. and then the second year had all C's, but I had a lot going on. I had academic probation. I had campus probation. I had dorm probation. Damn, it was, it was like, good. We had a, I mean, shit. We had a school where the NFL cheerleaders, the 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 the, the 76ers uh cheerleaders are are students at our school. Like we go to school with dancers that dance for Beyonce and Rihanna. We they got we got them in our dorm partying like. <laughs> Yeah. It was like, damn, I, I want to live the college experience of, you know what I'm saying, like, having like, fun, but I know I got to also focus on my senior portfolio and all this other right. stuff, and it was it was a lot, so I had to appeal my freshman year, they, they approved it, so I, I got to stay at the university, and the second year, I couldn't afford all season, I didn't know that, mm-hmm. I thought I just had to pass on my classes, but nah, it wasn't enough, I had to keep my GPA up, and um, that really hurt me, um, but I, I talked to my dean and, and you know shout out to my dean Mark Dicciani. Mark Dicciani. He um he just said you know a choice like you know you you got great chops and you know like this school might not just be for you but don't feel discouraged and you know mm-hmm. he said to my he said to my mom and my great grandma when when it came he was like trust me like no one he didn't say no one but he basically was saying like it's a lot of people in the music industry that drop out or they leave for whatever reasons, mm-hmm. you don't need to be here in order to make it. 
Man, like you yeah, know, that's, that's deep. When somebody tells you that, thing. and if you and he told me, he said, he said, listen, go to the school that you're gonna go to back in back in New Jersey. Go to the community college, mm-hmm. and if you feel like you want to come back here, you know, we'll see if, what you want to do. But chase your career. You know, yeah. you already got the talent. Right, right. So I was, I just went on straight on faith. I went straight yeah. on faith. When I got back. I um went to uh New York with Gerard. Okay. G Carp. Yeah, G Carp. Shout out to G Carp. Um, we went to New York because he had an intern interview at uh J. Chris Griffin's multi Grammy record uh producer, artist development guy. He records everybody. He works Word. with Kanye West. Wow. He's developed so many artists, tons, tons in the industry. So, you know, we, we went out there. Gerard did his thing, and I wasn't even supposed to be even like auditioning or interviewing, whatever the hell. I was supposed to, be, I was just in the room, right? And you know, dude was just vibing with my energy, and it was like, yo, you so what, what you got going on, man? I was like, I lied. I said, oh, I go to UARTS. <laughs> he was like, oh, you, he was like, really, you go to UARTS? He was like, let me hear something. So, I, being smart, yeah. I had my music on my phone, hooked yeah. it up to the aux, played my stuff that I did at school. And he was impressed. He was like, yo, man, you, you want to intern here? And wow. um, I got to maintain that relationship with him. So I, I, I got over the years, I got to, you know, be at his studio and work with other artists and, you know, really, um, Word. That's, that's that was, hard. yeah, that for me was huge. Like, I, I felt like that was a stepping stone because now I go from this kid that, you know, that's just from a small town in New Jersey to now I'm in the city going to music industry, tall ass skyscraper buildings. Right, right, and I'm in buildings. the room, you know, I may not be on the soundboards or nothing, but I'm in the room with them and I'm, you know, getting knowledge. Right. That was dope. And then when I was a golf caddy at the golf course and working at the mall and shit, mm-hmm. um, I was caddying for you know people that had connections in the industry over at uh in Dill at Hollywood Golf Club and you know one of them they had a son that that owned a crazy studio that had major producers in it and that's where I got to meet uh Nisha Charles who writes for Beyonce and okay. everybody in the industry and she was 17 I think I was like 21 at the time 20 yeah but she was 17 about to go to NYU when this girl was already killing it you know, what? now she multi, she's a multi-Grammy winning producer, songwriter, like, you know, so it, I really started understanding my abilities when it comes to networking. Mm-hmm. I feel like as a kid, I had a natural gift for um, connecting with people of all walks of life. Yeah. But as I got older, I started understanding how important relationships are. And so that's what really, Philly really showed me the powers of what relationships do. Okay. You know, people always say, oh, when you go to college, it's great for networking. Mm-hmm. I always say that. Yeah. And I didn't understand how much it really is crucial. And I didn't just stop there because even when I was at Brookdale, yeah. I maintained relationships oh, where people are now. I mean, I'm talking about people like Joey Lavish. Mm-hmm. who is now a major music manager and songwriter in the music industry. You know, his artist is Lozell signed to 300 Entertainment. Mm. I watched 
Joey start off as just another local engineer in in um Ocean Park wow. in Long Branch wow. at a studio, watching his growth. Um, you know, and then him be, helping manage Lil Terrio. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're both going to LA back and forth, staying in LA and linking up out there and it's crazy the amount of people that I've met, um, not just, you know, um, at, you know, the best schools, but, you know, even at a community college, you just never know. Who you're gonna run into. You never know who you're gonna run into. So I'm, I'm grateful for all of that, um, you know. That's, that's definitely fire. Like, it, it, how, your, your journey sounds so amazing, like, and it's crazy to, like, it's still not over. Like, it's still so much that you could do that you're gonna do that you're gonna accomplish, so. It's really, it's really dope. You know, I, I know this is not the last interview, so definitely can't wait for the next one because I know there's going to be so much more from here till oh, hell to, yeah. to, to talk about. So yeah, I definitely is. I definitely, this is definitely needed because I really honestly also wanted to clear the air because with somebody like you being in the public, I wanted the people know, I wanted everybody to know that, you know, it's you, like you're authentic, organic, just natural. You're not no, you know, snobby person. Like nah. you're a regular person it, it, like it anybody is. else. You know what I, I get that too. Like it, it, it has been situations where people from our hometown, will, our hometown would think that like, I'm going to act Hollywood or something like, no, yeah. dude, it's not, it's not like that. Right. Like I if you dead ass, <laughs> if, if you show me you're consistent, I will dead ass do a song with you. Like, I'm not gonna be on something like, nah, like I'm doing it for this price and this price only. Like, yo, if I really vibe with it, if I rock with the song, mm -hmm. I will dead ass come through, record, cut Word. it, send it to you, all that. Like, Word. some people be thinking that they're gonna get a, a, a certain response from me. And it's like, nah, man, it's not like that. Right. You know, and if I feel like, you know, you're not consistent, and I'm not going to do it because it's a waste of time. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Your time is precious. <laughs> so time is precious. Yeah. <laughs> Can't ever get it back, but you know, you make the most of what you have at this point. So, but now nah, I really appreciate this, and you know, I wish you all the best. You know, I. I'm so proud of you. You know, I seen you know you did <clears throat> nine features since you've been retired. Yeah, so, you know, you out here killing out. it. Yo, shout out to Asha <laughs> too, because we just did a crazy we, we got two um two two joints that we did. Oh we got another God. one called Grass Ain't Greener. That's gonna be wild hard. Mm -hmm. Um me 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 and before 1 a.m. Oh my we got God. we got some shit. That, that's great. Um, oh my god. Yeah, nah, we Jesus. Uh, and for Breezy got we Summer Links 2. It's Summer Links 2. I really, really want to get done. It's just the 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 whole my, my schedule's been crazy. But um me and M4 Breezy do got something crazy on his album. Um but it would be nice to have a, a, another summer uh EP come out. Um, you think it'll drop or something? Yeah, no. I, I, I still yeah. got projects. I still I, got. I know you said those. Yeah, stuff. I, I got an album. I got an album yeah, that I am going to put out. I have an album that I am going to put out. It's called Industry Made. Okay. Um, I'm, I would say I'm, I'm like sixty percent done with the album so far. Okay. Well, At some point, good. I'm going to drop it, but I am going to drop maybe like a couple singles. You know, in between. In between. Um, for like this summer. Exciting. But grass ain't greener. That, that that'll probably be one of the first to, to, to drop. Um, Can't wait. Can't wait to hear that. Yeah. Oh man. 
you know, whatever you want to, you know, play me unreleased, you know. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely slide me away for word, sure. Word, I'm a slider. Bet, bet, bet. But, you know, I appreciate you. Uh, it was amazing. You know, this was amazing. I love this. You know, it'll, it'll be another time soon. So, uh, I appreciate you. No, I appreciate and you too. Team. Shout out to Vern Logic. <laughs> Yo, do word, word. I'll catch y'all next episode. And don't forget to subscribe and tap in. All right, have a great night.